Hey, 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 Royal Tribe. Welcome back to another episode of the Queen X Podcast, the podcast where we discuss ways to live a life with an ash-free mindset. I am your beautifully melanated, chiefs cheering, slightly bloated, Marvel junkie host, Autumn Black. It has been a minute since I've published an episode, and for that, I am truly, truly sorry. Life has been lifing to say the least over the past few months i've experienced love lust loss expansion depression overwhelm disappointment success fear some really horrible vegan food a couple of orgasms the chiefs starting the season incredibly well and i finally got my ass back in the gym i never intended for this break to be this long, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that I needed it. This year has been nothing but experiments and lots of trials for me, but with big risks comes big rewards, right? Or sometimes big flops on the other side of that. I'm a believer in betting it all on yourself and taking the leaps even when you don't have it all figured out. I've never, ever, ever, ever been afraid to move without a plan and to figure it out as I go because I genuinely believe in my skills and I'm not afraid to experience disappointment. I posted a reel on the Queen X Instagram recently where I discussed three ways that you are blocking yourself from developing inner self-trust. The most important, in my opinion, being number three. You don't allow yourself to fuck up and fail lack of experimenting with your skills, your desires, your knowledge, and yes, your potential. I want to use my time on this platform to highlight the failures of some of our favorite winners. There were six black Emmy winners, four of which are black women, and two received their very first Emmys after years, years, years of hard work and some failures. So I want to talk about their failures. I want to talk about the failures that led up to this monumental night that we witnessed at the Emmys where four beautiful black women that look just like you, just like me, and for my male listeners, like some of your favorite black women, for some of my Caucasian listeners, my Hispanic listeners, again, some of your favorite black women, the, the dedication and the work and the experience that went into this monumental moment. So let's talk about it. Up first, we are going to talk about Zendaya. So in 2022, what we know of Zendaya is that Zendaya can sing her ass off, she can dance, and she can act her ass off. We also know that she is a fashion icon. Zendaya also dates Spider-Man, fun fact. What some people may not know about Zendaya is exactly how she got started in the industry. Zendaya got in the industry about 2009, 2010 when she was doing commercials for Kids Bop. That's actually how she got started in the industry. From there, she did um, movies and TV series on Disney, which obviously are not Emmy award-winning roles, but she held her own. You know, she stayed down. She stuck to the plan. She had a vision. Her parents had a vision for her because obviously she was underage. She was very young. I remember watching her um, in Shake It Up and on Good Luck Charlie, 
because I have younger siblings, you know, watching her grow up as as this very young Disney Disney child star and then looking up in 2002 and seeing that this is not only this is her second award that she has won her second Emmy that she's won for being on Euphoria playing the role of Rue Bennett so winning that award in 2020 as well as in 2022 made her the youngest two-time acting winner ever in all of Emmy history all because she had a vision she didn't allow herself to be distracted she didn't let not winning previous awards not being picked for certain roles um distract her and make her feel so low and so insecure about her talent and her skill that she didn't try out and go for other roles we talked about Zendaya starting out at the bottom, not getting the Emmys in the very beginning, you know, being on the Disney Channel. Disney does not produce Emmy award winning type of films um, or television shows. I mean, I rarely ever hear about them being nominated for anything major. Um, and despite that, Zendaya still pushing forward going and doing more projects. Um, she's even done some projects that have obviously outside of Disney that you know were not necessarily super popular y'all seen Malcolm and Marie I think was the name of it I haven't seen it still I know I ain't got no business talking about it if I haven't seen it but I know that like it was a split decision on whether or not it was a good film or not some people really enjoyed it some people didn't but I know that Zendaya took that project because she believed in the creativity behind the project and it gave her more experience working with different actors, working in a different style of film. Um, so she's really just taking the taking the opportunity to play with her craft, you know, to develop it more. It's just all experimental trial and error. What I say in my life has been this past year, trial and error you have to try things you have to fuck up at things you have to allow things to develop in a natural flow in a natural state in order to really be able to know where your skills truly lie all right now another dynamic winner we have from emmy night is everybody's favorite homegirl lizzo so lizzo has been nominated and won a slew of awards i'm not even going to try to list and name all of them um through the the course of her career but they've all been for music but at the Emmys, she won the award for Outstanding Competition Program for Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls. Now, the reason why this is so phenomenal and so dope is because Lizzo gets a lot of flack for being a big girl herself. She gets a lot of flack for being big. She gets a lot of flack for being big and confident. She gets a lot of slack for being big and sexually charged, for being just exuding sexual energy for not feeling ashamed for herself for her body no bullshit like that and she created an entire television show around that and then she won a goddamn emmy for it just literally for being herself and then promoting for other women that look like her 
to join her in being themselves and just doing what it is that you love doing what it is that you're great at I believe that the show um, I didn't watch the show but I do believe that it was about her finding like backup dancers so big girls that are healthy and can dance their asses off and don't want to be in this societal closet of I'm a big girl so I gotta look a certain way dress a certain way to make other people feel comfortable fuck that um and homegirl won a goddamn emmy for that so you know i have to say i really 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 love this for lizzo because all we see in the media is people talking shit about her talking down on her never highlighting and talking about the work that she's doing the creative lane that she's in the work that she's producing the shows that she's producing the music that she's playing all we hear is people being upset about the way that she looks and instead of allowing that to distract her, instead of allowing that to make her sink into a, a hole, instead of allowing that to overpower her mindset, she said, fuck what the haters got to say. And she stuck to the vision. She knows that she has a purpose on her life. She knows that she has a vision. She knows that she has a intent to change lives and no matter what people say about her no matter how people perceive her she gonna focus on the goal and at the end of the day by keeping her head down saying fuck what y'all talking about and sticking to the vision that is aligned with her individual unique life she ends up a Emmy winner on top of all the other awards that she's won I mean I'm talking about Rolling Stones International Music Awards Soul Train Awards Teen Choice Awards um, MTV Awards BET Awards Guinness World Records Grammys European Festival Awards I mean the girl is winning awards in every single if you are nominating people for something that has to do with music Lizzo's gonna be nominated and she's she's probably gonna win or she's gonna at least come really really close to it um and homegirl is not distracted at all by the fact that people don't want to focus on the work and the content that she's creating they want to focus on what she looks like and that does not stop her not one slightest bit from still creating and moving forward going after the gold grabbing the grammys and now grabbing the emmys as well i love this for lizzo and I appreciate her for setting an example for what it looks like when you literally don't give a fuck about what the world got to say about you. I'm not a fan of Lizzo's music, but I am a fan of her confidence. I am a fan of her diligence. I am a fan of her creativity. I am a fan of her zest for life. I am a fan of her vulnerability. I'm a fan of the black woman that she is and what she truly represents in all of us honestly truly not a whole lot of failures on her end i mean she has been nominated for awards and not one but sis has just been having a phenomenal career like since she came out the gate but i would say that one of the failures that she has had in life would have to be since she's been a celebrity is people's perception of her always constantly her personal life is constantly under attack and so that would be I would consider that to be you know not something that you're not being praised for a failure if you will but her ability to not let that distract her or cause an overshadow or overwhelm to the point to where she can't work <sighs> love that so moving on we have our 
third black female winner of the night we are going to be talking about miss quinta brunson and this absolutely has to be one of my favorite and most personal wins of the night because i take quinta's success personal i have been watching her career for a very very long time i've been a fan of hers for a very very long time watching her blow up on instagram watching her um on facebook with the buzzworthy you guys remember when the buzz all those buzzworthy uh um, videos were super popular on Facebook and she was the creator behind a lot of those not only when it came to like writing the scripts for them and you know creating the content but also being the actors in some of them and the ones that didn't require any acting just being a part of the team so Quinta has been nominated for a lot of awards. She's been nominated for quite a few awards for someone who is only 32 years old and so new to the industry and to the game. She had her very first role in television, her very first um, just even like opportunity for television back in 2016. And here we are in 2022 and she has won a whole entire goddamn Emmy. A whole entire Emmy. Let me just give you a timeline of Quinta's career. So from 2014 to 2017, she was just doing videos. She had a series on Instagram called Girl Who Has Never Been on a Nice Date. Um, that series went viral. And from there, she signed on to be a freelancer and video producer for BuzzFeed. So those are the BuzzFeed videos I was telling you about earlier. Once she left BuzzFeed and she moved on from there she scripted a comedy called Broke for YouTube Red she wrote it produced it and even starred in it Quinta's performance in Broke was nominated for best acting in a comedy at the Steamy Awards in 2017 sis did not win in 2018 she left BuzzFeed and co-starred in her first network pilot for the CW called The End of the World as We Know It but the show was not picked up by the network. Womp, womp, womp. This is one of the fails that we're talking about. She also wrote and produced a series called Quintiverse Everything that streamed on Facebook from 2017 to 2018. So in 2018, it was announced that a pilot that she co-produced would be developed by CBS called Quinta and Jermaine. That show was also not picked up by the network. From there, Quinta just kept herself busy working, trying to make money, doing creative things, you know, staying in her lane, honing her craft. She was on this comedy drama series called I Zombie. It was on the CW. If you're into like zombies and sci-fi shit like me, then you probably watched the series. I did watch the series. Um, wasn't a huge, huge show. It was on for a couple of seasons. Nothing major. In 2019, she also began to co-star and write on the HBO sketch comedy series, A Black Lady Sketch Show, A Black Lady Sketch Show, and we all fucking love that show. Hilarious. It was literally like that show really, 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 for me, put Quinta over the top. Like she was working with some phenomenal people on there. They had great guest stars on there, and I could really tell that all of the writers and the women, um, the women comedians on there were really like leaning into each other's skill set it was all collaboration no competition okay so then finally 2021 abc picks up um, quinta's television series 
that at the time was called Harity Elementary. They picked it up, changed the name to Abbott Elementary, and here we are. Here we are in 2022, and she is winning Emmys for her work as a writer, as an actress, as a producer. Quinta has allowed herself to try, 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 fail, try again, try, fail again, try again, fail again, try again, try, try, try. Do you see how she's never, ever giving up? She starts on a series and does a pilot. It doesn't get picked up. So what does she do? She does another one. I got more ideas. I have more things that I have to offer. Maybe divine timing is a real thing. Y'all always know I say divine timing is a real thing. Maybe this wasn't the idea that was going to get me to the next level. Maybe this isn't the place that I'm supposed to be at. Or maybe I am supposed to be working in these small areas, gaining more experience with these people, making connections with more people in order to get me to the place that I need to be where I can get the Emmy. And she did just that. And that brings us to our fourth female black Emmy winner for the night. Miss Cheryl Lee Ralph, a.k.a. Moesha Mama. Y'all all know, <laughs> we all think about Cheryl as Moesha's mama. If you don't, then you got to be older than me because that's just how I know her. When I tell you that this woman has had a career, I mean, she's been in film, she's been on Broadway, and she's been on television. She can sing, she can dance, she can act. She does all of the things, literally. Um, This was, just like Quinta, her very first Emmy that she's ever won. Very surprising to me, considering that her first film was in 1977. Her first appearance on television was in 1978. Her first appearance on Broadway was in 1980. And in 2022, Shirley Ralph won her very first Emmy. None of us could be prouder. Now, although we know Cheryl has had a phenomenal career, Cheryl has been nominated for more awards than she's won. In 1982, She was nominated for her first Tony Award for her role in Dreamgirls and Sis did not win. In 1998, 1999, 2000, and 2001, she was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series by the NAACP for her role as Moesha's Mama. She did not win any of those years. 2002 was the last year that Cheryl Lee Ralph was nominated for an award, and that award was again by the NAACP for her role as Moesha's Mama, and she did not win. She did not win that role, that role that we infamously know her for. In my opinion, one of her most successful roles. So what does she do between 2002 and 20 years later in 2022? We know that she won for Outstanding Supporting Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for Abbott Elementary. We know she won her Emmy in 2022. But what does she do during that 20 year gap? Did she hide from the industry? Did she sulk? Did she become invisible? 
Hell no, she wasn't invisible. 2002, she was on The Proud Family and she was on Static Shock. A couple of years later, 2005, we see her on Barbershop and we see her on Seventh Heaven and we see her on the television show, The ER. 2008, she pops up on Hannah Montana. Now in 2013 to 2020, she had a reoccurring role on the Ray Donovan show on HBO. Big, big show, and that's a seven year contract. So sis is working, okay? 2016, we see her um, have a reoccurring role on Criminal Minds. In 2018, we see her again on Claws. And then something miraculous happens. Ooh, in 2019, Cheryl Lee Ralph is a guest on an episode of a black lady sketch show. And this is where she would meet Quinta Brunson. Quinta would fall in love with Cheryl's craft. She would fall in love with her skill. She would fall in love with her talent. Cheryl has said multiple times how Quinta just watched her and she loved the fact that Quinta watched her and studied her because she knew that Quinta knew that she was special. So when Quinta's show Abbott Elementary was finally picked up and everything got a green light from ABC and they were ready to go into production she didn't even make Cheryl audition she didn't want her to audition she knew this was going to be my leading my leading lady my most powerful co-star she knew she said Abbott Elementary has a queen and that queen is you and here we are in 2002 Cheryl did not let her pride and her ego influence her she never took the stance that this young thundercat is gonna come in and tell me what to do and dictate this and do that no she didn't have that type of energy she wanted to work with this young creative black woman this young creative black woman put Cheryl Lee Ralph in a position where she would win her very first Emmy in her entire career. And all she had to do was stay diligent. Look at all these roles that she's taken over the years that have never even gotten her nominated, but she's honing her skill. She's staying busy. She's making connections. She's doing the things that need to be done. This is true inspiration right here. I needed more than ever for Cheryl and Quinta to meet, to create, and to win together. I needed a reminder that failures are just stepping stones to the big win. I've taken a lot of losses in the past year and I've experienced so much disappointment in the last couple of months. Me, myself, personally, I have been in a losing season. I keep creating, I keep putting myself out there and I just kept feeling like I wasn't I wasn't going with the universe. Aside from speaking, aside from helping, aside from coaching, event coordination is my bread and butter. It's my heart and soul. I love putting on beautiful events. I love putting on exotic events. I love putting together unique events. The last time that I had a podcast episode, one of my commercials in the episode was discussing my thrift store tour that was coming up. The thrift store tour is something that I've been planning for years. I had this idea for it. I had a vision for it. It was finally coming to fruition. Super, super excited about it. Could not wait. I ended up having to cancel that event because I had 
back-to-back situations that were coming up that were trying to push me to cancel the event but I wouldn't I would never dare cancel the event because I've been waiting on this moment for years I already had everything booked I had the location booked we had tickets sold I had the bus was booked partnerships in place everything was a go I ended up having to cancel the event two days before the event was to take place because of something that was completely out of my control there was nothing I could do about it had to refund all of my guests there's nothing I could do about it complete and utter disappointment failure I felt like I had let my community down I felt like I had let my royal tribe down I felt like I had let my partners down I was just incredibly disappointed and I'm I'm asking my spirit guides and my ancestors why do you need me to lose so bad we're supposed to be working together why are you constantly asking me to lose at least is what I thought I took the failure of that event me having to cancel the event I took it very personal and I took it in the beginning I took it maybe as a sign that this is not what you're supposed to be doing your life is changing and you're supposed to be changing with it why are you trying to why are you trying to stay and remain the same version of yourself have you not learned anything over all of your experience in the past you need to take those experiences and grow them make them better what I came to realize is I am 100% supposed to be doing events I am supposed to be failing at events I'm supposed to be fucking some events up I'm supposed to be pushing the boundaries on some events it is a passion and a purpose set within me for a reason so anyways moral of the story When it comes to Zendaya, when it comes to Lizzo, when it comes to Quinta, and when it comes to Cheryl, when it comes to Autumn, when it comes to you, when it comes to the friend that you're going to send this podcast to, when it comes to whoever's listening to this with you, keep your eye on the prize. Don't get distracted by failure. Don't get distracted by fear. Allow yourself to experiment to play around with your skill set to play around and experiment with your dreams but don't ever give up even if it takes you 20 years to get nominated for another award to get recognized if you give up you'll never win if you keep working you keep practicing you keep at it you're going to create magic sometimes the award literally comes in the form of a nice shiny plaque and then sometimes the award is 20 30 years later people still remembering the name of a influential character that you played for a couple of years in your vast huge career i know that cheryl's name is cheryl but she always gonna be moesha's mama d to me anyways guys that's all i have for this episode i hope that you gained and you learned something very important in this episode if you have not already seen the post that i'm talking about that i posted on instagram please definitely go and check that reel out because I do give you two super awesome other reasons why you are blocking yourself from creating inner trust with yourself. Please, please, please do yourself a favor. Trust and believe in the things that you know you are supposed to be doing. That fear is going to be temporary as long as you allow it to be temporary, but it will become permanent if you lean into it. Do not lean into it lean away from it. And just like that, I'm out of here. Y'all make sure to keep an ash-free mindset, 
Power to the people. Peace, y'all.